two, three, go. Okay. Welcome to Sports Med Res's This Week in Review podcast, where we highlight the recent news in sports medicine research. Over the past week, we've had three posts on sportsmedres.org. That's res.org. This week, we introduced two consensus statements. The first was related to the use of imaging for femoral acetabular impingement, and the other was related to posterior shoulder instability classification, assessment, and management. We also summarized a study where the authors found that clinicians should screen patients with suspected chronic traumatic encephalopathy, or CTE-like symptoms, for treatable comorbidities that may contribute to similar symptoms. If we take a closer look at that last post, we find that the authors enrolled more than 3,900 former National Football League players that participated in the league between 1960 to 2014 to determine the prevalence of clinician-diagnosed CTE and comorbidities that are related to cognition. Participants completed a survey regarding demographics, years of play, medications, and diagnosed health conditions such as heart attack, sleep apnea, stroke, dementia, or depression. The authors also asked if a healthcare provider diagnosed them with CTE. Lastly, the participants completed two questionnaires to assess depression and cognitive symptoms. The authors found that almost 3% of the participants reported a CTE diagnosis. A diagnosis of CTE was more common than peers among black former players, linemen, and people playing 5 to 9 years. Furthermore, CTE diagnosis was more likely to be diagnosed along with obesity, sleep apnea, depression, stroke, hypertension, use of prescription pain medication, low testosterone, hypercholesterolemia, dementia, or cognitive impairment. The authors found that despite CTE being a post-mortem diagnosis, some athletes reported that clinicians diagnosed them with CTE. Furthermore, former athletes who reported a diagnosis of CTE often had other comorbidities that may explain these symptoms, such as impaired cognition. This is concerning because it suggests that many treatable comorbidities may be overlooked. For example, many comorbidities are known to affect cognition and impact the black population to a greater extent, such as hypertension or diabetes. However, we should be cautious because the authors relied on self-reported data, which could lead to a misreporting of diagnosis, for example, under- or over-reporting of comorbidities, or players confusing clinician diagnosis of CTE rather than self-diagnosis. Furthermore, it's unclear if the clinicians were addressing the treatable comorbidities such as obesity, prescription pain medication, or sleep apnea, despite the CTE diagnosis. Currently, since medical professionals cannot diagnose CTE in a patient nor offer a disease-modifying treatment, there is a need to evaluate former athletes for treatable conditions that demonstrate CTE-like clinical symptoms to improve their health and wellness. Don't forget that we also share extra material on social media. This week's most popular post 
was the Clinical Journal of Sports Medicine's podcast that involved discussions with members of their editorial board about how the current coronavirus is transforming sports medicine and their lives. And if you're an athletic trainer who's looking for evidence-based practice CEUs, then please check out our six online evidence-based practice courses available through the Human Kinetics website. We will have links to our summaries, the courses, and this podcast on our website and in our show notes. Remember, you can always follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or LinkedIn. We will be back next week with more sports medicine research. Until then, have a fun one and stay well.